Now he's got a successful fence business, got a new baby, and he's on his way to becoming a leader in business in his community. And that's pillar. Yeah, a, a pillar. Yeah. It's great to know that he listened to my words and took some of my advice somewhere along the line. It's a really good feeling, man. Welcome to My Fence Life's bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day. Dan and Cannon share their phone conversations with each other and conversations with industry leaders and fencers to find out about their day. There's no telling what you'll hear them talking about. This edition of Ask Me About My Day is powered by My Salesman. The most effective lead qualifying tool on the market. Saves you precious time and money by pre-qualifying your leads. No, before you go. But how about we stop the podcast here and we pick it up on part two, My Fence Life. When you gonna so, dro- when, when you going to drop this show? I'm dropping it Wednesday, real-time uh, Fence Fam. I'm going to drop this Wednesday. The 24th? Yes, 24th. All right. And how about we stop the podcast now, and then we go ahead and uh, do the second half of it, and I'll drop it on our Saturday morning podcast on Saturday the 27th of August in the year of our Lord 2022. I like it. (laughs) Sounds good. All right. Right there. Mr. Producer, cut this baby off right now. Can't give Dan Wheeler no more listeners. (laughs) You're welcome for for those downloads, Dan. (laughs) All right. So anyway, man... um, Yes, yeah, so that that's that's our number one. That's our number three downloaded episode. You know, mm-hmm. um, wait, wait, it's my fence life, guys. It's Saturday. <laughs> oh. It's Saturday, August twenty seventh. How are y'all doing? It's my fence life. We got Dan Wheeler of the Fence Industry Podcast. Y'all hear us all the time. We have a little banter, and we even have our Dan Wheeler music because we got a little duel going on with him. Um, Our duel is you go to ozfence.store, MFL15, get you 15% off. Gate hardware, gate fittings, fence hardware, fence fittings, even a little stain and seal, realgoodstain.com. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, guys, we just got finished doing a podcast for uh, Dan's show, and this is part two. We're picking up where um, we left off, and we are discussing my Fence Life's uh, bonus podcast, Ask Me About My Day Number 13, where I sat down with Nathan Downs and just got real personal with him about my numbers, man. So let's pick up where we left off. I think where we left off was, is I was giving you a hard time. You were crying in your beer, and I was sipping my <laughs> bourbon, baby. <Hoo-hoo>. <laughs> <laughs> up, up here in uh, that Iowa, Illinois, right on the Mississippi, uh, dude, we drink uh, we drink beer, not that bourbon. I told you, Dan, I tried that bourbon one time. One time, he's like, oh, get this bourbon and pour you a three-finger thing. And I'm like, okay, I did it. Look, man, when we get to I, Oklahoma. I thought I was drinking, drinking Lacquer Thunder. <laughs> Oh, my God. When we get to Oklahoma for Fence Tech 2023, which, by the way, is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be it's going to be out of control, guys. It's going to be out of control. It is. It is. But when we get there, bro, I'm going to hook you up with a little bourbon. We're going to sit down. We're going to relax. And we're going to contemplate life. Dude, do you do uh, do you smoke cigars or no? I don't, man, but I will. I used to smoke these backwoods cigars back in the day. Was that the name or what? Yeah, they're called backwoods. I don't know why. Oh, backwoods or backwards? Backwoods, W-O-O-D-S. Dude, the only cigars I know is like the black and mild and the swishers, the grapes. Yeah, yeah. That's all I know. Benji, Benji, CleverFox.online, big shout out for Benji. He's amazing, guys. He does my website for My Fence Life. And, uh, well, I say my. Cannon and I's website for my fence life. He does. Let's do that. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did somebody <laughs> say Cannon Johnson? If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long, long time, time ago. ago. <laughs> Y'all got to understand, man. We're like on part two of a series. We're about an hour or so in. It's Friday afternoon. Um, 
7 p.m. Central Daylight Savings Time, right? And uh, Dan Wheels on beer number five. I'm on whiskey number three, so shit's getting a little crazy. But anyway, <laughs> man, uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to uh, smoke some cigars. Benji will be there. Benji's a cigar guy. Benji, bring the cigars, brother. We're going to be dude, smoking. He, uh, his little, when you do a Zoom with him, his little room there, dude, you know, you know he smokes cigars in that room. That, oh, that's yeah. like a legit. Uh, I don't it know is. what it is, but dang, Benji, that's, yeah, it's freaking sweet. That couch is awesome, man. So Benji, Benji uses my office, so I got an I got a training room. And when he's in town, he uses that office. I'm going to tell him, look, if you want to use it, you're going to have to bring the couch. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a killer red couch. It's almost vampirish, dude. He looked don't 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 he look like the from True Blood, dude? He don't does. he look like he's an actor from True Blood? I give him a hard time all the time. And then that briefcase you see in the background, have you seen that killer brief? I, I got him that as a present, man. Dude, that looks like it holds uh, like uh, like a old school doctor. You know what I'm saying? That you know, bring with these. That's these a briefcase. Yep, that's a briefcase by a company named. Uh, uh, oh God, damn! What's the name of it? Louis Vuitton. Saddle. I, I don't know. Anyway. Dude, that's, like, dude, that's like a $700 briefcase. It looks expensive. Dude, it's nice. I got one, too. And Benji always admired it. And when he finished my website, I was like, holy shit. I got to do something for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I drove. Hey, man, look, this is a great story. So I drove <laughs> the Benji's, right? I drive to him, and uh, I got the briefcase. I got it all wrapped. Well, hey, man, I'm in, t- I'm in the area, which I really wasn't. I drove all the way out to his house. And I got something for you. And I'm just excited. I want to give it to you. So I give it to him. And he's like, doesn't know what to say. <laughs> he's just kind of like, oh, my God. He's looking at his wife, Jen. Well, she wasn't his wife at this time. But Jen, he's looking at me. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm thinking to myself, does he really like it? <laughs> Did, am I, like, excited more than he's excited? Dude, I never <laughs> see him without it. Every time I see him, he's got that briefcase with him, right? So I'm yeah. leaving his house, and this freak thunderstorm comes in, right? And literally, I'm leaving his house, and as I turn in the corner, a tree falls and almost hits the back of my truck. <laughs> it was crazy. It was nuts. Dude, I'm telling you. Uh, dude, Benji's the coolest dude I've ever met, man. He well, when he you gave him that present, he he's probably like, "Is this a satchel?" Because I'm not wearing a satchel. He's like, I use it as a briefcase. He's, you probably wear that front man bag yeah. uh, down there in New Orleans. But dude, I met Benji at a walk-ons. Walk-ons is a, a sports bar down here. The first time I met him, and Pepper was there with my daughter, and they were kind of like in a booth eating or whatever. And I'm sitting at the bar drinking with some buddies, and they showed up while Benji and I are meeting. By the time the meet was over. I had a buzz. I was cutting up. I was making fun of Benji and just he had his little tight, tight T-shirt on. I mess with him all the time about his little tight T-shirts. And I'm like, man, you used to work out? He's like, yeah. I was like, I can tell with that shirt. <laughs> like, you better be careful. He'll cast a spell on you. Oh, uh, we were cutting up, man. So anyway, anyway, so where were we? So we're, we're talking about the bonus episode that we did. Ask me about my day, 13, right? And... um. If you go listen to part one on Dan Wheeler's uh, Defense Industry Podcast, you'll hear us talk about, man, P&Ls. You'll hear us talking about banks, um, all kinds of stuff, man. How often we look at it? What do we look at? What do we look for, right? So I think now we're down to do we compare year to year? Most definitely we compare year to year. We're comparing year to year, and we're comparing month to month. What's the reasoning behind that, Dan? Well, because you want to see when your slow months are, when you're, when you're, you, you know what I'm saying? So you might be freaking out. Oh man, I'm not meeting my, my sales, but really 2020, 2021, your sales were, we'll just say 50,000, right? So you're halfway through the month and you're at 2530 and you're freaking out. Well, no, normally this is a $50,000 month. You know, don't freak out, but let's do what we got to do to get as many sales as we can. Maybe we can do better than 50. So right? your your market's probably different than mine because, you know, we have winter up here. So um, our March is like out of control. 
Like we get one day, there's still snow on the ground and we get one 45 degree day. Our phone goes haywire. We're talking 35 to 40 calls a day um, really? when that happens. So for us, we can see that huge spike. Um, for you guys, it's probably more like uh, I, I would say consistent across a year because you guys don't get what we get. Um, but still, you know, I guess uh, um, comparing year to year and seeing where month to month goes. Um, so you don't go in like panic mode. Like so this year, I, I, I told this story on another podcast. We bought that Vermeer machine in the machine and all the attachments, blah, blah, blah. It was like 45 grand. And then instantly we got rain week, rain week, rain oh. week, rain week. And it's like. That machine's just sitting there. Oh, check this machine. Yeah, that's my dad. Like and my grandma used to say. My grandma was like, "Yeah, your buttholes so your butt sewing butt buttholes." You know, she's <laughs> like, "Y'all nervous?" I'm like, "Man, can you?" And it always happens. Mm-hmm. Dude, that happened to me. It. We know it's coming. That- and my dad was like, "We should have bought that machine." And he's yelling at me. You know, it, was, it is what it is. And I'm like, "Yeah, just relax. It happens every year." But when you cut that check, man. You know, it's a hard pill to swallow. Um, but yeah, it's a hard pill, man. Data. You had that data, and you know every time, this time of year, it's the rainy season. Exactly. We'll get through it, and boom, 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 and things start happening. So that's one big reason probably why you do that. And Well, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. And look, talk talk about some scary stuff, man. You're talking about buying that machine and the rain hits? Mm-hmm. Dude, we, we couldn't get cedar back in uh, October, November last year. We couldn't get cedar anywhere. I was doing stuff I wasn't supposed to be doing. Matter of fact, they brought it up yesterday. I was at the Master Halco uh, customer appreciation, and the, the the branch manager from Streetport was there, and he's like, "Oh, you're Dan Blount, Defense King," and I was kind of like, "Yeah." <laughs> Give me my like, crown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what I did was I did a big no no in the Master Halco world. I had a friend of mine that has a fence store, a fence store, what am I talking about? A fence company in Lafayette call up and order me a bunch of cedar. He paid for it. I paid him and then I went and picked it all up and Master Halco caught wind that I was buying from another branch. They did not like it. And I said, hey, look, it's not my fault y'all didn't transfer the cedar down here to, uh, down the mobile. Mm-hmm. I need it, man. You know? Um, and uh, so anyway, talk about scary. I found some cedar, cedar in uh, Dallas proper. Man, went ahead, got the logistics set up, had a guy with an 18-wheel flatbed, was going to pick it up, and I was going to pay with my Amex, right? The guy mm-hmm. goes, no, I'm going to need you to do a wire transfer. And I'm like, uh, once a wire transfer is done, it's done. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't want me to pay with a credit card because I could have just said, oh, I didn't make that purchase. Oh yeah. So now we're now now we're in a good old fashioned my fence life Dan Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, man, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. So my CPA is like, do not wire that money. And I'm like, uh, so Dylan's like, let's do some research. So we did some research on a company, great company, uh, CM Patron. They're out of Dallas proper. Um, luckily. When Google uh, drove by their shop, their gates were open. So we got on a street view. We could see all in their yard. We could see all their material, oh, yeah. you know. And then I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, man, you know, do you, where's your yard at? He's like, oh, well, we got two yards. I'm like, well, what's the address to that yard? He goes, I don't have an address, but it's on the corner of this and this. Dropped down the street view. I was like, all right, this guy's the real deal. I wired the money. And, bro, I was nervous. I was like, as soon as that guy's get, hey, when that guy's getting loaded, shoot me a picture. Mm-hmm. Sent me a picture, bro. I got my stuff. I was nervous, though. But so I know what you mean by cutting a check. You know, I think we dropped like 40-something thousand dollars on Cedar. Mm-hmm. Bro. Then it starts raining for two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. You can't make any money. You guys can't. You know, you're trying to find stuff for you guys. You're trying to help them make payroll, but you're trying not to hurt yourself. You're looking at your numbers. Why? Because... You can look at the months from year to year. So you can actually gauge, hey, can I afford to have a couple guys on a crew work on a day that it's raining? You know what I mean? You can start Mm -hmm. looking at those things. Yep. You can project it. Exactly. So your dad was a little nervous when that rain came, when that Vermeer was bought? 
You yeah, you know how it is. You know, up here where I'm at, dude, it snowed two years ago. We got like eight inches of snow on Halloween. Um, and this past year, dude, it was snowing into April. Like it, you just never know. Right. Um, and, and it's hard to be in a, you know, in our March, April, dude, the ground is saturated. Like yeah. it may look like green grass, but you walk in it, you'll make an imprint. Um, well, what is your, some, what does your dad say, man? When, when it happens, when that, when that stuff happens, is he all nervous? Is he's on you? You can, you can get the job done. Get out there and get it done. No, you know, uh, I'm that type of, I want to get out there and get it done. That's, that's what I'm at. Like, I, dude, you know, I don't think you understand what cabin fever is, Dan. Like when you're locked up in your house for four, six, eight, whatever it is, you, I'm like biting at the bit. It's, it's 35 degrees. I'm outside in a long sleeve t-shirt and I'm sweating and I'm like, give me something to dig and some concrete to mix, man. Cause I'm <laughs> like, I want to be out here. And all my guys are the same way. We're the same way. Like that's just a, like a Midwest well, thing. The reason why I'm asking is this is because, uh, we did an episode, a bonus episode, Ask me about my day number six. Mm. And, uh, that was an episode where I tricked old Dan Wheeler <laughs> <laughs> in the thinking that the podcast was about him, but I really interviewed his dad. So if you want to know what kind of guy his dad is, go listen to that episode. And I can tell you right now, Dan, <laughs> if you screwed up as a kid, you, you know what your dad's hand feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, look, how, look at how big these hands are right here, Dan Blanc. Dude, my dad's fingers are this big around. Oh, I can believe it, man. I can tell by his voice. It's like, all right. Yeah, I can only imagine when he walked up to you and he said, "You he shouldn't have bought that from here." You were probably like, "Oh God, oh God!" <laughs> Great episode. Oh, man. so anyway, so is getting to bare bones the goal when diving into your P and Ls? That's a question that you have. Well, I mean, it all depends. Everybody wants to be at bare bones, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, when life is good, you got a hurricane that comes through. People just throwing all this insurance money at you just tend to get a little fat. Or the last two years. Yeah. Or the last two years with COVID, you tend to have expenses that you probably don't need. So that's exactly what happened to me, man. Um, We started going through the P&Ls and he's like, "You you don't need this. You don't need that. You don't need this. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I thought he thought I was going to give him some trouble about it because one day we had like a six hour meeting right and uh he's like man i'm 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 real impressed you're just like okay and i'm like yeah well that's why i got you here Mm -hmm. so we started cutting the fat cutting the fat he's like look this has got to go you don't need this this has got to go what the hell is this i'm like i don't even know what the hell that is right i mean we were paying tommy's car wash 34.99 a month and i don't i was like dylan who the hell is tommy he's like well there's a car wash right i'm like i've never been there Yep. I mean, so that means you hit a button or did something you shouldn't have did when you went and got your truck washed because I ain't ever been there. Mm-hmm. So, it, and it's funny, man. The next day, I'm like, I got to go check out this Tommy's car wash. So I go over to Tommy's car wash. I've been paying thirty four ninety nine for God knows how many months, and I had to freaking put my credit card in to pay to go get my truck washed. It's like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, so we started finding stuff like that, man. You know, we use HelloSign for all our digital s- signatures. Mm-hmm. I was paying Adobe. I, I don't use it. You know, we were paying DoorDash nine ninety nine a month so we could get better delivery, and we don't even use it. it, it it's because you do something, and then you forget about it. Those subscriptions get you, man. A hundred percent. You know, but, I mean, there's other things we found. You know, I didn't realize I had cell service on tablets that I didn't even have anymore. So tell them that story real quick on, uh, is it Zach that had the, the, the laptop on his computer or uh, <laughs> his hood of his car and got on the interstate and you were like, uh, long story short is like, um, you didn't even need the, the cell service on it or whatever. Cause a lot of us are in this position, Dan, Dan, I'll be honest with you. I have Please. an iPad that's brand new, literally has been turned on two times that has cell service to it that's in a, uh, a cabinet. It's for my dad. He refuses to use it. So I use one. I have one for him. And he's never used it before, ever. So like we've been, and that's two years now. So right, it's crazy. It's my, some guys are like, you're stupid, but it is what well, it is. It's more, than, it's more than $30, too, because then mm-hmm. you got their uh, search, their uh, 
taxes, their fees, their fuel surcharge, their just because you're a Verizon customer charge. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Their, uh, oh, it's 2022 charge. You know, you know <laughs> before you know it, a $30 uh, service is $48.99. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and, and look, Zach's going to kill me because we talked about this in that episode, and he was like, mm-hmm. man, you, you had to put me out there. So, anyway, my, my salesman, no names mentioned, Zach Lang. Uh, <laughs> it's better than the Terry thing when you're like, back it up, Terry, yeah. back it up, Terry. Dude, I, I looked at that video, and I'm like, Dan and Cannon are going to burn. That is the most ruthless thing it's great, I've man. ever watched in my life. I'm like, you guys are so bad. Dude, the funniest thing is, so the, the back it up Terry video is about a guy in a wheelchair who lights a firework, right? And... He his reverse brakes and he can't back it up. So the guy video is like, back it up, Terry. Wait, wait. Oh, and I got it right here. It's it's great. It's the best thing ever. Oh bag up, bag up, bag up, Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse. Oh Lord. <laughs> it's great, right? So we got a uh, we got a group uh, thing going with you know some of my core team, my my ride for the brand guys. And Terry, Terry posted a video in there the other day, and it said, Terry backs up. And he was in his new wheelchair. He lit a firework, and he backed up. Life was oh. great. <laughs> so anyway, man, so uh, my salesman, Zach Lang, who also has Lang Fabrications, he's going to kill me right now. I can see it. <laughs> I, and, and look, I get it, man. He comes to work. He's getting out his personal vehicle. He took his computer home probably to do some work at home. Right. So here I am upset. Right. Mm-hmm. But he took his computer home to do some work, puts it up on the hood of the truck. He's unloading his car. Then he's like, all right, opens up the back door of the truck, throws some stuff in, walks around the back of the truck, gets in, takes off. And as he's getting on the interstate, he sees something. He's like, oh, my God, it's my computer. Left it on the hood of the truck. So I still had cell service on that. So, yeah. It's $30 plus all the freaking taxes and fees and, you know, fuel surcharges and you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I disconnected it. Well, then I'm looking and I'm like, all right, well, I got cell service on this new one. So I went and talked to him. And, you know, I had cell service on all my tablets because we all used to work from home and wherever. Well, now we have an office. So we took, you know, like four tablets I knocked $45 off of, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, you just find stuff like that when you're digging through your P&Ls. And it helps you get down to bare. And I think everybody should be down to bare bones all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? It's so, easy, it's easy um, when times are good. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. To add the extra tablet or or whatever, throw on the car wash or uh-huh. whatever it may be. Uh-huh. That monthly subscription that gets you every time the Netflix, the the Amazon. We can go on and on and on. Oh yeah, man. Look, I, I had right. so I had YouTube TV, right? I had it for the office, so that way we could watch the weather and stuff. We don't even use it. I use my Direct TV app on my TV here. To watch weather on weather days that had bad weather, and that's what I have at home. I canceled it. That's, mm-hmm. You know, that's I don't even know how much it was a month, but paying stuff like that, you start like realizing a month. Yeah. yeah, I think I have it too. I literally, Dan, before we jumped on, I think I seen the the charge come through on my phone, and I'm like, I don't even use that. That's crazy. So like. Kind of full circle here. I'm like, holy yeah, cow! Like, it's just stuff in your personal life. Yeah, it's just stuff like that, man. We had uh, an internet, two internets at my house. Well, when we moved the office out of my house and came here, well, guess what? I don't need it. That was 160 dollars a month. Let's you take know. a quick break, Dan. I gotta go to the bathroom. All Hold right. on. Two thousand years later, six and a half hours later, a few inches later, day two, day three, day four, a few moments later, one eternity later. Muy bueno. Making Mr. Producer earn that money tonight, boy. 
Dude, well, it's not uh it's nothing normal when I it's on yours, dude. My podcast, dude, is so a one hitter quitter, dude. Hey, so Mr. Producer, I know you just saw a dip in the voices and now it's back up, so you're listening. Um we're gonna go ahead and charge Dan Will for both of these episodes. <laughs> dude, I got Mr. Producer on the, the primo pay, so it don't matter, dude. Dude. So apparently I had two invoices I hadn't paid for him. I paid one. Then he texts me. He's like, hey, you still owe one. I'm like, what? So I'm flipping through my inbox. I don't see it. We're taking a little break right now, Mr. Producer. <laughs> Make me a whiskey before we dive back into this. Um, anyway, uh, I didn't get it. I never got the email. So I just dropped him two bills today. Or two, not two bills, but two PayPal bills. Mm-hmm. He's a little too expensive, Dan. I think we can find somebody cheaper. Yeah, maybe you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Producer takes care of the Fence Industry Podcast, the most downloaded podcast yeah. for the Fence Industry. So uh, he, he takes care of me, so I take care of him. I don't care. All right, what the hell were we talking? Look at this. What the hell were we talking about? Man, I got a. I keep telling you, uh, Sandy's been all over my case. Dude, I got a present for you and uh, uh, Loose Cannon down there in Tennessee or Kentucky, wherever he's from, I got to send you guys something. I got something right. in the house, dude. Where were we? How are we going to piece this shit together? Dude, I'm telling you. Um, hey, Mr. What? Producer, that was a great spot to, like, just throw a commercial or some shit, okay? Yeah. So, uh, is cutting the fat easy? That's your next question, right? Mm-hmm. Cutting the fat is pretty easy, man. Mm-hmm. When you times want, are good. You want to know why it's, you know why it's easy to cut the fat? Because you really don't need it. Mm-hmm. So it was easy cutting Tommy's car wash that I didn't even freaking know I had. It was easy cutting, you know. I really haven't had an issue. It's like, oh, okay, that's what we got to do. You know, and I don't really have to cut all those things. Mm-hmm. But the guy that I'm dealing with, Ron, he's like, hey, let's just cut everything out so we can find out exactly bare bones what it costs to run your business. I was like, all right. So that's what we're doing. You know, I like it. I like it. I'm a, I'm a bare bones type of guy, Dan. Um, even when it comes to, when I was at John Deere for six years, we would run, you have, you know, X amount of parts, yada, yada, yada. You need this many guys, man. Then you would slash that by 10% because, um, a that lets it like the cream rice at the top. Right. B, um, everybody has a little bit extra to give uh, mm-hmm. in a normal workday. Um, there, there's a lot of reasons they can go on and on. And my my thinking behind that is like if John Deere, like everyone knows John Deere across the world, um, if they're going to do it and they they have these really smart people to um, come up with that game plan or whatever it may be, then I'm going to do it. So that's my thinking behind it. Dan, do you see any issues with that? being super small and cutting too much fat. Uh, um, what's your what's your thought process behind that? The more fat you cut, the greater the margins. I like it. And guess what? I love margin. Not margarine. Mm-hmm. Margin. <laughs> My grandma used to use margarine. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the fence world, Dan, it's not easy to make. You know, it's it's hard work, dude. So any any uh, any points you can get, it's... Yeah, well, it's, look, man, if, you, if you're having trouble meeting margins... And look at what you can cut in your expenses. And then guess mm-hmm. what? Your margins go up. Mm-hmm. You know? Then you don't have to sell at such a greater margin at such a great of margin. Mm-hmm. Because your expenses aren't as great. Makes sense. You know? So what we got next on the list, Dan. Dan Willis got this list, man. I feel like Cannon. Cannon's like, Dan, Dan has got all these lists for me. Now Dan Willis got all these lists for me, and I think we look, guys. I don't know if y'all know this, Nat, but we're like an hour and a half, hour and forty-five minutes in. Dan <laughs> Willis is like a twelve-pack in. I think I got maybe one glass left in this bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I told you, I told you before we hit record. Maybe we hit record. I said, when Pepper yells at you, just bring Taco Bell home, and it solves everything, dude. <laughs> Every time, a little Man. bit of Taco Bell, the new Taco Pizza that that solves all these. She's issues. gonna have to. She's she's definitely gonna have to. Uh, Pick me up after this podcast. We've been doing this way too long, bro. All right. So um, 
So next question, Dan, is uh, if I'm having if I'm having trouble reading a P&L or understanding it, um, where should I go for best advice? Would you go to like a bank, a mentor? Would you go to YouTube or uh, the most downloaded podcast in the fence industry, uh, TFIP? Where, where would you go, Dan, or where would you recommend to go? To well, get you know, I would I can tell you the first place I would not go. My fence life. I would not go to the Fence Industry Podcast because <laughs> the whole reason why we're doing this podcast is because he wanted to know about P&Ls. And we just so happened to do part two on my Fence Slice podcast. <laughs> so don't go there. Don't call Dan Wheeler. Okay, guys? I'm giving you free downloads, Sam. <laughs> anyway, um, who? I mean, yeah, I would definitely go, go to YouTube, man. I mean, what can you not learn on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I'd go to YouTube, learn how to read a P&L. Um, if you have a close relationship with your banker, and look, man, that's a big freaking deal. Me and my banker have gotten pretty close. So I'm, I'm a pretty blunt guy, and I was like, hey, man, uh, let's go to lunch. So we went to lunch. We didn't go to lunch. We, like, grabbed drinks that had onion rings. And, uh, like onion rings? Yeah, I like onion rings. You like ketchup, onion rings? Cold, cold ketchup. As long yeah. as the ketchup is cold. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. Now you got <laughs> me thinking about onion rings. All right. So anyway, so we're sitting there talking, and I'm like, look, man, I'm going to tell you right now. You and I, we're going to be best friends. We're going to be such good friends, you're going to add me in your college buddy's freaking group chat uh, text. Okay? That's what I told him. And he laughed. And I'll mess with him every once in a while. Hey, man, I'm still waiting for that uh, ad to your uh, college buddy's uh, text message. But you got to be friends with your banker. And if you have a good relationship with your banker, you know what's going to happen? He's going to go ahead and he's going to go, hey, man, yeah, let me show you how this works. So I didn't realize how big of an advocate your banker is. I know we're getting off track here, but, man, your banker's a big freaking deal. He is so. Let's think about this, all right? I buy from Master Halco. Their sales guy comes over. I'm over here bitching, man. Y'all need to get better on deliveries, blah, blah, whatever the case might be. I'm not saying I have these issues, right? But I'm just saying, you know, man, y'all's price on this is too high. So what does that sales guy do? He goes back to Master Halco, and he's going to quote you whatever. He's going to go ahead get with the delivery guys. Hey, man, y'all need to do better. Fence King's complaining. Y'all say y'all going to be there at 6.30 in the morning, and you're showing up at 7.15. Y'all need to do better. Then he's going to his branch manager, right? Hey, branch manager, Fence King says our price is too high. Can I, can I do a little something different here? Right? That's who your banker is. Mm-hmm. He's not the bank. He is your salesperson for the bank, to the yeah, bank. Okay. Yeah. Your advocate. So now he's going to the bank, and he's saying, hey, look, man, I really like this guy, Dan. He's got his stuff together. He's doing this. He's doing that. And then the bank goes, yeah, well, what about this? So then he comes back to you, and he's like, look, I can help you, man, but we got to make a few little changes. Mm -hmm. Your banker is your friend. Okay, and I'm not talking about the lady who's sitting in an office when you go in to make a deposit, and she goes, hey, Billy, Come here, come here. I'll get you a deposit done quicker. You don't need to stay in the line. No, you're a business banker, not mm-hmm. the lady you made friends with at the bank that helps you out. You're a business banker, and you should have one. My uh, my mom makes our banker enchiladas. Dude, I'll be seeing your mom's cooking, bro. <laughs> I inboxed her the other day. I'm like, I need that recipe, girl. She hasn't responded, though. I don't know if she didn't like that I asked her for the recipe or if I said, I need that recipe, girl. She might be like, <laughs> I would look at funny story. I don't even know where this podcast is going. But anyway, <laughs> I'm, pull, I'm going through a drive through. I'm on the phone with Cannon. I'm going through a drive through. It's like 930 at night. I'm finally leaving the office. I call Pepper, and Pepper's like, uh, kitchen's closed. You better pick something up, buddy. I'm like, oh, damn. So I'm running through Wendy's. Chicken I'm, nugget? No, I didn't get chicken. I get a junior bacon cheeseburger. Okay. Something about that bacon and crispy lettuce. I don't it know, It is man. super crispy. It, it is. Isn't it? Isn't it? 
Mm-hmm. It's always crispy lettuce. Anyway, so I'm at I'm at Wendy's, right? And um, I'm like, yeah, baby, I need boom, boom, boom. And she's like, okay, oh yeah, baby, we got that. <laughs> and Cannon's like, what is going on? I'm like, what do you mean? You just call the girl baby. I'm like, well, yeah, that's that's how we talk down here, you know. <laughs> but she called you baby too. Are you flirting with her? I'm like, no, man. I'm just ordering food. <laughs> <laughs> he was all tripped out. But if I go up north, if I go by you, and I'm like, yeah, baby, I'll take a uh, whatever, the waitress will stop and be like, excuse me? I'm like, uh, I, I don't know what I did wrong. I'm not yeah. your baby. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah, you yeah, you ain't you aren't gonna do that up here. And I, and you can't say and you can't say ma'am up north either. I'm like, oh, yeah. yes, ma'am. Ex- ma'am. Yep. Don't call me ma'am. I'm like, uh, Or sir. Don't you dare call me sir. Yeah, that's okay. crazy. All right, back on, man. We're ch- I feel like a loose cannon right now. We're chasing rabbits all over the place, Dan Wheeler. That, that's you, Dan Blanc, not me, dude. I'm, <laughs> I've been I'm drinking whiskey. Glow. I got another three-finger pour. This is like my third one. It's going to be yeah. fun. So, if I'm, you guys could only see, I'm going to take some pictures of you, Dan Blanc, and uh, send them to Canada in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> What's next on the list? Dan's got all these goddamn questions. All right. <laughs> Who in your company should have access? I think we talked about that in part yeah. one. I, oh, so, so I have a question uh, from that last one that you answered. When you, uh, or not a question, a statement here. Um, I always say this. So uh, when you're talking advice for a P&L, the way I look at it is I would take a little bit from YouTube. I would yeah. take a little bit from like a mentor, mm-hmm. a little bit from the bank, obviously the Fence Industry Podcast, and then I would make my yeah. own like idea around it um, because you want a little bit of this, a little bit of that, find what works for you, what you like, what you don't like. Um, well, it's yeah, not about what you like and what you don't like, man, because usually what you don't like is what you need. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, get, get you know, become friends with your banker. Find mm-hmm. your mentor, man. You know, find somebody. I don't care who. Somebody who has a business, who is successful, and is running their business properly. Don't go with this, oh, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do, but, mm-hmm. you know, you can do this. You know? Who in my company should have access to your P&L? No, let's skip that one. Let's go to, uh, do you yes, run sir. a P&L on each job? Wait, is this your damn show or mine? I think <laughs> part two is the My Fence Life show. God damn it. I'm running this show now. fingers in this bourbon. Now, and, hold uh, on. So I'm going to ask the next question. Okay. Do you run a P&L each job? <laughs> <laughs> Mission producer's like, this guy from New Orleans. Uh, this may or may not, not have been the uh, question that Dan Wheeler asked before I asked it. Um, currently, I'm not. But that is my goal. My goal is to start running... Um, some sort of P&L, and I don't know how, but you know who I'm going to ask? I'm going to ask my mentor, who he probably doesn't realize he is my mentor, but maybe he does. But I'm going to ask Matt Warner, hey, Matt, how do I run a P&L on a job? Mm-hmm. And it's probably real easy to do because I'm, my jobs are small. You know, Matt does a job, takes a year. You know, yeah. my jobs take two, three, four, five days at the most. So... um. I would like to be able to run a P&L, a cost on every job compared to, you know, however you do that. I don't know. I got to learn that, man. I don't know yet. So I asked that or have this in the notes here because Caleb Roth um, on one of his lives said that he said he had a stack of folders that he was going to run some P&Ls on all the jobs. So because uh, he likes his to do that obviously to, to catch trends or whatever it may be um so that's why i asked that and and the next question the follow-up uh after that was like is that possible and uh it's definitely possible man it's definitely possible so you might have to get a little creative with you know hours and stuff like that but yeah once i, I figure it out man i mean we're kind of doing it we're just not putting it all together so mm-hmm. my guy terry look man i love terry terry rides for the brand um i'll do anything for terry uh Terry, um, he keeps track of when everybody gets to the yard, what time they leave. So we went ahead and made Terry uh, capable of seeing the GPSs on the trucks so he knows where all the trucks are at. And we put a geo fence around the yard so Terry gets an alert when the trucks leave, when Mm -hmm. the trucks come back. And he's got a sheet that he fills out. 
And Benji, shout out to Benji again, CleverFox.online, is setting it up to where uh, he can go in and enter all this information in. And it'll let me know exactly how much time we had in a job. Mm. Then I guess we would take our material list, but I need to make sure that I need to get my material list a little more accurate. Just because it's a material list doesn't mean that's what they used, right? Mm -hmm. So that's our next step. So, man, we're taking baby steps. And look, I'm 23 years into this, and I should have had this shit done 20 years ago. So as I'm learning it, man, I'm sharing it with guys because it's it, it it's it's useful to everyone, everyone, man, especially new guys that are coming into the industry. So like what I say on the fence, the fence industry podcast, and it's where our ceiling can be somebody else's floor. Nobody cares what you say on the fence industry podcast, Dan Wheeler. <laughs> Clearly, when you have the most downloaded <laughs> podcast for the fence industry, they do. Um, but so our ceiling, the Fence King River City Fences ceiling could be somebody else's floor. Like Exactly, I think man. First podcast, man, you can just jump the blood, sweat, tears, years. I would go as far as decades of that learning curve and start here instead of. Dude, I mean, look at Cannon. I was Cannon's ceiling when I met Cannon two plus years ago. Mm-hmm. And Cannon, man, he has done an amazing job with Jackson Fence. And he's passed me up. Mm-hmm. He's passed me up, man. I think he's going to do three-plus million this year. And he's, he's kicking right, ass. Man. He's taking names. He's running that company like it needs to be ran. He knows his numbers. He He has weekly production goals, weekly sales goals, all the stuff that I'm trying to do, man. Mm-hmm. So... If I would have had the information Cannon had when I started in 1999, dude, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to little old Dan Wheeler. That's for damn sure. <laughs> oh, listen to this guy. <laughs> you know, but I'm serious, man. This is great information. These guys need to eat it up, take it, run with it. And look, man, I would love to see, you know, Billy Joe Bob's fencing. Be bigger than Fence King. I would love it. And to sit back and say, hey, man, I had a hand in that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like I'm learning in this industry and what we're doing. You know, you you remember that first fence you did and you drove off and you're like, yeah, I did that. I did that. Right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I feel when these guys come up to me and they're like, man, man, I tell you what, I started doing this. Best thing I ever did. And it's like, wow. Wow, I helped do that. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's a it, it's a good feeling, man. It really is. I love, I love the fence industry. I love helping it. I love learning from other guys. I love echoing the things that Tony Thornton's saying, the things that Sean King's, the things that Victor Vasquez is saying, and and Brian with the FWA, and you know, Dan Wheeler, yeah, and um, there's <laughs> some guy up there in Iowa. His name's Dan Wheeler. Technically Senior. Illinois, technically Senior. Illinois, but we're on the river. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I mean, it, it, it's a it's a great feeling. I'm great to be involved in it. Uh, yeah. Do I like the 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 recognition of it? I do. But you know what? I really like. I really like hearing guys and their success stories. People mm-hmm. like Cameron Phillips, who has been in construction, went to work for my good friend Chris Steele. Love Chris Steele. Him and Cameron didn't see eye to eye. Cameron broke off, went and did concrete, and was like, man, I need to get back into fencing. Now he's got a successful fence business, got a new baby, and and, and he's on his way to becoming um, becoming a, a leader in business in his community, you know? and that's, Pillar. Yeah, yep. a pillar, yeah. That's a great, yeah. You know, he's and doing this, and it's, yep. it's great to know that he listened to my words and took some of my advice somewhere along the line. It's a really good feeling, man. Yeah, I I, I agree. I always tell people, yesterday, Dan, I had uh, uh, two guys reach out, give me this really big text. Um, I think they're both through Instagram on, on my Wednesday episode. And I'm like, guys, dude, I'm just, I'm just a middleman. You know what I'm saying? I just press the record button. And, uh, you know, I bring on guys like Dan Blanc, 
like Joe Everest, like Matt from JC Fence, Robert from Magnolia Fence and Patio, Robert Shane Whitaker, man. and Shane Canton from Good Shepherd Fence. Like, are you freaking kidding wait, me? Wait, wait, did you, you freaking kidding me? Did you say <laughs> Shane Canton? The Fence King is a shampoo stealing, podcast spitting, swamp butt having son of a gun. Woo! <laughs> Dude, I love that guy. Man, dude. Wait, I got a. I told Shane, I'm like, Dad, dude, I need a uh, uh, like a sound bite from you now that the boys over there at my fence life have it. And he's like, no problem. Like, no, he can't do that, man. We paid him. <laughs> and because we paid him, part of the payment was you cannot use your voice on any other podcast. Dude, you know what he told me, Dan? He was like, Dan Wheeler, I will pay you to give you a sound bite. That's what he told me, Dan Block. I call so, bullshit on that. Yeah. I was in his email today. He sent me an email, bro. It's so funny. I should I should post a picture. <laughs> he took a picture of me with my arm around Tony Thornton at Job Nimbus. We took a picture together, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he took and cut Tony out of the picture and put me next to a hotel cart. Made cart. <laughs> oh, 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 dude, send me that damn. <laughs> it's so Shane, funny, Shane, bro. Shane so, I know you're listening. Shane Kent, send me that. Look, Shane this is Kent, what's funny about that. it. I got a left leg and a left arm, no right leg and no right arm. And I'm standing. I'm like, dude, I have great balance. That's what I, that's what I replied to the email. I have great balance. And then he replied like, LOL, back in the email. And then I replied with, you're still ugly. <laughs> Shane Kenton, you send me that? Mark my words right now, Shane Kenton. I'm going to get a life-size printout of that. I will send I will it to you. It to Shane Oklahoma doesn't have to. I'll send it to you, man. It's great. It dude, was I phenomenal. <laughs> Oh, I love it. But okay, Dan, let's uh let's try and wrap this up here. I know we're we're getting in here late. Um top five, top three, top two, top tip at looking at your PLs, whatever you want to go with that, what would you do? Well, first, before I answer this, don't ask me that question you ask everybody. Where are you gonna be in three, five, ten years? Don't ask me that. I know okay? you listen to the end of the podcast now, Dan Block. Yeah, but don't ask me that. Dude, I'm gonna throw some uh, some crazy stuff out there now. I'm like, Dan Blank, don't listen to this. And now I now I know he does. Uh, I listen because you talk a lot of trash. Dude, I don't coming from the the Dan part of the Cannon Show. Them dudes, all they do, they just want to shout out. That's all they they're poking the bear. Yeah. They're poking the bear. Dan talks some trash, guys. He's oh. like, man, you ought to see my house at Christmas. He sent me a picture. Like, <laughs> no, Dan what? the Dad, Dan is Mosher's. Yeah, Day of the, the Dead. Then I sent You're you the Christmas dude. Then I sent you my Christmas house. My house would look like at Christmas and you never responded to that text. Dude, I'm I'm Mexican, so it's Day of the Dead. Sandy has that like <laughs> dude, I have a storage set just for her Day of the Dead decorations. Dude. You no know, I got a know. Day of the Dead tattoo that I'm working on right here. Of what? Santa Mar- Santa Marueta. I know I know all about that, bro. Dude. Son. When you come up here, come up here to the Midwest, dude. Anyway, um, so my top, uh, what was your question? My top five, top two top top? tips for looking at your PL. It could be like one tip, it could be three or five, whatever. Man, my you one tip is my, my, my number one tip would be look at your PL. Don't look at it just when the bank says, hey, we need a copy of your PL. You need to be looking at it every Friday. You know, now. If you're not actually working your QuickBooks and putting things in, then you might only look at it once a month, but you need to look at it. Man, I'll tell you a good tip that Ron told me. Ron found out that I had a signature stamp for my checks, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's a couple times where I'm out of town, Dylan's out of town, because I'm traveling with my fence life to you know, software companies and all this stuff. So my assistant needs to sign checks. He said, throw that fucking thing away. That's exactly what he said. He said, I cannot tell you how many businesses that I have consulted with and their theft has happened happened because they had a signature stamp. Mm -hmm. That's a great tip. Don't get a signature stamp. If you have one, this is what he told me, lock it up. Lock that thing up. So I took it away. 
my assistant was like, what are you doing? I need, I'm like, no, no. If you need, when you need it, I'll let you know how to get it and where it's at. Mm-hmm. Nothing against you. But last Friday, um, she didn't put the checks out. So I'm sitting here on a Friday and my guys come in. I'm like, all right. So on a Friday when guys come into your office and they mm-hmm. never do, you're like, oh, shit, what's happening? You need money. You need to borrow money. You want to raise. You're not happy with the guy you're working with. It's nothing but bad news, right? And yeah, like, oh, yeah. like your heart drops. I yeah. know that feeling. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, what? What's what's up? Oh, the checks aren't downstairs. I'm like, what? So I call her, and she's like, oh, I forgot to put them out during my, uh, in my desk. And I'm like, all right. So I need to grab the key to unlock your desk to get the checks, right? And she said, ah, I forgot to lock my desk. I'm like, what? The signature stamp is in there. Mm-hmm. Right? So it was a great segue to, hey, we're not leaving this in your desk anymore. If you need it, I'll have it. So that would be my number one. If you got one of those, get rid of it. Number two, um, if you're doing QuickBooks and you're entering in bills or you have your wife helping you enter in bills or a friend, girlfriend, wife and girlfriend, I don't know what y'all are doing out there, um, <laughs> Go through those every week. If you're using a CPA like I've done for a long time, then uh, get with your CPA and say, hey, by the 15th of the month or the 10th of the month, you need to have all my stuff entered so I can review my P&Ls. My number one tip would be you have to be in your P&Ls, and I learned that. I'm not saying I learned it the hard way, but I really wish I would have learned it in a different situation. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, you know, it, it's uh, it's probably really nice to answer any question the bank has about your P&Ls, like just right off the bat, not like a uh, shuffle through some papers. Let me look it up real quick and and, and, and kind of, you know, mumble through it. Um, I'm sure that's nice to have. And then my okay. second top tip would be. um Guys, go ahead and get your uh, pen and paper out. I want you to write this down. Uh, write this number down. 563-275-0155. That is Dan Wheeler's cell phone number. Just go ahead and text that guy some crazy memes. <laughs> oh, man. That's my second number one tip. <laughs> This guy, Mitch Producer, uh, I'll swap that out with your phone number. No, no, no. uh -uh. Don't you dare, Mr. Producer. I'm not paying you this week if you do that. (laughs) No, but my second tip would be, you know, get somebody with some fresh eyes to look at things, man. It makes a big difference. You know, one of the best things I ever did was bring Dylan into my company. And, uh, man, having those young, fresh eyes, Dan, was a really, really big thing, bro. Really he was like, uh, I'm like, hey, we can't do it. He's like, why can't we do that? I'm like, well, we can't do that. You know, it's like you and your dad. Your dad's stuck in his ways, man. You know, we did that. I did that podcast with him, and I could hear it. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I can imagine the roadblocks that Wheeler deals with when he when he talks to his dad. Because we're stuck in it. Well, that's the way we've always done it. You know, and. Not to bring up Sean King again. Sean, just for the record, you don't have to pay us every time we talk about you. Oh, you do. You You do. Um, Sean's got a great saying. And um, I was talking to him the other day, and he said that he read it. It was like a proverb, and he got it out of like an old Egyptian book. It was, you you don't know what you don't know until you know what you didn't know. You got that from me? (laughs) So that, that costs 20 bucks, Sean King. Guys, if y'all could have seen Dan Wheeler's face when I was saying that, he was looking at me like, are you freaking kidding me? An old Egyptian book. I can't wait till Sean hears this. But anyway. Dude, I'm, I'm going to get a cha-ching sound. Uh, and every time he does it, it's so, um, one of my guests say, uh, Sean King, I'm going to go cha-ching. So no, but, you know, Sean, Sean says, you know, you don't know what you don't know until you know what you didn't know. And, man, that's what happened to me with these P&Ls. I really thought I knew what I thought I knew. But then I found out I didn't know what I needed mm-hmm. to know. 
and 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 it was a life changer. And that's you know, and before I did that podcast with Dan with uh shit with uh, Nathan Downs, mm-hmm. before I did uh ask me about my day number thirteen with Nathan Downs, um, literally I I called Ron. I'm like, man, do you think I should have this conversation? He's like, dude, all he watches the show. He's like, all you guys do is help your industry, and all that's going to do is help your industry. But can you deal with the not knowing everything? And I'm like, well, I don't think I know everything. And he's like, you know what? That's the Dan that I know. You don't know everything. He said, so do it. So I called Nathan up. And, dude, Nathan and I had no you know how you and I will talk, hey, we're going to do a show, it's going to be like this, we got notes, we want things to flow. Nathan and I didn't have that, man. When you listen to that episode, that bonus episode 13. It was genuine. It was genuine, man. I literally was sitting in my office like I am right now, you see me, kicked back in my chair spinning going. Drunk? <laughs> no, I wasn't drunk. It was a Saturday. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> and, and I'm just sitting back saying, hey, uh, dude, uh, and, I, and I'm looking at my numbers the whole time on my on my screen, talking to Nathan. And yeah, man. But look, the good news is this: Fence King is having the best month it's had all year. Why? Because I I'm I'm paying this guy to come in and tell me where I'm wrong. He's literally taken and dissected my business, looked at my workflows that I already like, hey, man, look at these workflows. <laughs> Fence King's got it going on. He's like, yeah, that's great. But, you know, there's too much time between this contact and this contact. So you need to do something here. So, all right, cool. Uh, what do we do? Well, you need to touch a customer X amount of times before you go out and see them. You should be sending them videos. You should be doing this. Benji's making me a... Um, a financing explanatory video. We're going to send that to people right away. Boom. I got some videos on YouTube showing my Postmaster. I'm stripping the audio off of them. I got my Roadcaster. I'm going to talk. We're going to lay it over those videos. Boom. We're going to send it out to customers so they know what Postmaster is. These are the kind of moves that we're making, and we're seeing the fruits of it already because we had somebody with fresh eyes come look at our business. So I like it. I like anyway, it. man, it's been a long, long podcast. We've been over two hours now, right? Between part one and part two. Close to it. Yeah, we've been recording for like an hour and 48 minutes, and we were shooting shit before that. Mm-hmm. I got to go, man. My daughter's at my house for dinner. I don't get to see her often, and uh, she doesn't like to hug. So I implemented hugs. So first thing I'm going to do is give her a big old hug when I walk in the door. She'll probably start crying. No, she won't. She does the whole, uh, but I'm telling you when I'm gone, she's going to be like, I miss those hugs. UGH. I call yeah. them UGH. So go home and hug your loved ones, guys. Great show, Dan Wheeler. I don't know why I'm saying Dan. I call him Wheeler. Great show, mm-hmm. Wheeler. I'm going to be talking some shit when we get home on uh, our group text with Cannon and Joe. And Joe always doesn't say anything. He just like pops in with like some eyeballs. Joe's so PC. Me, you, and Cannon are cutting up. Cannon's like doing videos, talking trash. Dude, I don't don't want to make Cannon cry, so I keep it easy on him. I could could do that. Don't poke the bear, bro. Don't poke the bear. No, Cannon, a bear? Come on, damn blunt. Come Man, on. I've seen him. I've seen the bear come out in Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Is that well, after look. he had three bush lights? <laughs> no, no. Cannon drinks some girly drinks, let me tell you, bro. Mm-hmm. Wait till he gets off this 75 hard. He hit me up the other day, and he's like, dude, I'm done. I'm done. I'm like, what do you mean you're done? He's like, yeah, I'm done with the 66 hard. I'm like, what? I'm like, it's 75 hard. He's like, no, it's 66 I was like, what are you talking about? It's 75. He goes, no, it's 66 when you quit early. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But he didn't quit, man. He's going all the way. And I tell you what, I hope when he's off the 75 hard, it's on a night of the show because we're going to be cutting up. So anyway, Dan Wheeler, we kind of sort of love you in a weird way. (laughs) Guys, MFL 15 gets you 15% off at ozfence.org 
Free shipping on all orders over $150 in the continental USA. And, uh, yeah, that's great. Do not go listen to the uh, Fence Industry Podcast. It's really not that good. Trust me, I've listened to it. Let, let me give you a pitch line real quick. Work on this. No, 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 no. For TFI P15, one call gets it all. One quick, quick, guys. TFI P15. Sorry, I had something stuck in my throat right there. <laughs> all right, man, I'm done. I'm good. I, I texted Pepper like 30 minutes ago. She's out in the parking lot waiting for me because I cannot drive home. So, All right, well, tell her I said hi. All right, man. Later. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. And Benji with CleverFox.online. Helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life.